A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can drive change or build an empire. We need a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com. gentlemen welcome back to the all elite podcast right here in the no holds bar network your source for all wrestling podcast content and more i am your host as always i'm your master of ceremonies for this all-out prediction show i am the self-proclaimed greatest host kyle masters and i'm joined by my co-host as always she is the evie piggiggles the heartbreak chick the queen of the indies herself with her crown that is tiffany What's going on, Tiff? And we're joined by our third guest, No Holds Bar Network member. You know what? No, I don't do this. I do it the right way. I let my co-host introduce himself. Ray, tell him who you are. Every, every podcast we do. You know. See? I'm, go ahead. Go introduce yourself, okay? See? What's everyone? This is the law, Ray Ramundo. Oh. See, see, see how you have to do it. You have to, you have to be suave with it. You have to say it Rico nicely. Suave. See, listen, see? you better, you better cut the shit, okay? Oh. Because remember, oh. there's still a list at Synergy, okay, that needs to chop you, all right? But you know, just so you guys know, this has been going on like the last like hour like but you know they've been decided to piss me off the last 15 minutes so that's all right that's all right See, i'm my- innocent here i don't know what you're talking about I, i've done yeah, nothing okay. i've done yeah. nothing you feel- i haven't done anything either i was just looking at my you phone i feel personally attacked today oh, okay like, now i'm attacked by both of you guys and oh, like here I feel- we go it's a conspiracy, I guess, it's Kyle. A conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. Listen, you know what? That's fine. Kyle's safe because he's up in Canada and he can't cross the border, so that's okay. But I'll get him eventually when I go visit him when everything's back to, like, whatever the new norm is or whatever like that. I'm so pulling restraining order on your I'll- ass. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Okay. And then, Ray, I know where you freaking live. I know the wrestlers. I know the I know the list that we haven't got to chop you. And, guys, if you haven't watched the episode of Indie, Indie Talks, please make sure you go see that so you can see Ray getting the shit chopped out of him this past weekend. So, so uh, I guess heel tiff's here to start you the could have, You could have at least plugged the shirt. Like, we have a shirt yeah, now. Yeah, we have a shirt now <laughs> called Chop Ray, guys. It's on the No Holds Bar Network store. So head on over to our Teespring store to get your beautiful Chop Ray shirt. I have... Uh, one for male, and I have the uh, female V-neck shirt for you females out there. You guys, I know you guys love the V-necks. Put it yes. on there, made it available for you guys. We already sold a couple of them so far. And there's coffee mugs, there's masks, there's everything on that store. Go check it out, guys. Go to the No Holds Bar Network's Twitter account at NHB Network and click the link to get to our Teespring store. So yeah, but 
Mm-hmm. Anyways, guys, this is the Ollie Podcast. This is myself and regularly Tiff, sometimes Ray. We talk about everything going on in that AEW world. This is our predictions episode of All Out, our 99th episode oh of God. the Ollie Podcast, which uh, brings me to this. Guys, yeah, 99. You know what that means, the next number. If you go to math, what comes after 99? I don't 100. know. <gasps> and guys, don't let me explain about AEP 100. Watch this beautiful trailer. Oh. right here on the No Holds Barred Network. Guys, it kind of feels like, it smells like, I don't know, it seems like this is a revolution. That's right, guys. Next week, mark your calendars. Next Thursday will be AEP 100, a jam-packed show we got for you guys. We're looking at probably like an hour and a half type of podcast next week. There's a lot planned for it. Um, we have a lot of clips. I got some contests lined up with some prizes. So make sure you guys are going to want to tune in to next week's show uh, right here on the All Elite Podcast for AEP 100. So I can't wait for that. That's for today's show, the 99th episode. Big show, too. Going to go over our all-out predictions. We're going to each give our, our predictions for each match. Go through the whole card. Eight confirmed matches for all-out this coming Saturday, live on Fight TV and Pay-Per-View. Cannot wait for this. It was uh, definitely an interesting week, which we'll get into with uh, AW this week, especially Dynamite. Uh, interesting show last night. Um, but uh, we also have an exclusive to play for you guys today. Um, not going to play just yet, uh, but... Cut the teeth. The tease, yes, the tease. So yeah, I got <laughs> gotta keep the gotta keep the people guessing. Anyways, um, so as you know, uh, these walls do the official theme song for the All Elite Podcast and a lot of other podcasts here in the network. Uh, Darren, these walls, you guys are awesome, great. We love you, Darren. Today he's given us the exclusive. We're giving you guys a thirty-second clip of the MJF theme song he made that MJF will use on Saturday on pay per view. So uh, you guys are going to want to stay tuned. We're going to play that a little bit later. So I'm excited. Oof. I love it. I love it. is real. Yes. You just tell and race face how excited he is. He's just, he's just going. So there you go. <laughs> Damn it, Ray. Uh, hashtag Chop Ray. Hashtag Chop Ray. <laughs> Anyways. Damn, you're supposed to be on my side. Nah, screw that. He's on my side. Anywho. Rehu. There's a t-shirt on the store. Um, as for this week with AW, um, very interesting week. The, uh, being the elite this week, 
was, uh, I mean, we'll touch base really quickly on a lot of stuff this week. But yeah. uh, being the elite, I think the big thing was obviously the ending of of, of uh, uh, ben, being elite. I know the rest of the episode was what it normally was. Funny, Dark Order stuff. Freaking hilarious. The whole 50 plus thing with when you had like, I'm five, I'm six. And then Christopher Daniels comes in and I'm 50 plus. <laughs> like that was hilarious. I, I cracked up at that. But the main part was the end. The yeah. elite all going like through this like sad, dramatic, you know, split up, sad music kind of thing and then the end of bte especially me being a massive kenny omega mark we had kenny get into his car he looks into his rearview mirror and i'm like oh so they're gonna do like a fade in the sunset kind of thing but then the clip stops and then it comes back to kenny wearing his cleaner sunglasses and i'm like oh boy and then the twitter explode with that picture that screenshot was like circulating for all of monday Mm-hmm. What'd you guys think of you that? Posted. You posted it. I was glad. La- it was funny because you ruined it for me because I didn't get a chance to oh, watch it. And I just sorry. was scrolling through Twitter and I saw it. I was like, shit. You know, that's the bad thing about like social media. And I was like, shit. I was like, all right, well, cool. But I saw that you were very happy about it. So I don't know. But didn't I say, like, I've been saying this for months that I didn't think Hangman was going to be the one that turned, that I thought that it was going to be Kenny that was going to be the one that turned heel, that everybody expected the Hangman, but I really still feel it's going to be Kenny. So I don't know. And I know like some people say that uh, with BTE, it doesn't play too much into, uh, you know, dynamite as well. But I don't know. I really I really don't know. Yeah, me either. What do you think, Ray? It was interesting to see. It was interesting definitely to see um, that little tease there again, because it's all been teased. Yeah. Nothing is getting really like done from it. And when we get to our predictions later, I still feel like I don't think either are turning on set. Oh. I'll give my thoughts later on, but there's okay. a, there's a reason I don't see either turning now. And if anything, we might still see the cleaner, but just not the cleaner we're used to. Yeah, yeah. like a gimmicked one on BTE, yeah. like a like one that he's he's like trying oh, wait, no, to be no. the cleaner. I mean, the, I mean at the pay per view. Oh, at the pay per view. We'll get okay. to that later. We'll get to that later. Okay. Okay. Um, Dark was an interesting one this week, and it was another normal episode of Dark. Um, I think the big thing was like uh, Tiff's boys were in the main event, uh, private party. Great. Uh, and they had to face the initiative. So, I mean, I guess you were probably happy when you seen that because you know they were going to get the win, <laughs> at least. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean, Kyle? Huh? I'm not I, know, just... I was like, it's an easy win, at least. Yeah. <laughs> not a win. Poor Peter. Poor Brandon. Okay. And I know, like, I kind of feel a little salty. I feel like this should be the match. Peter and uh, Brandon should fight each other in the buy-in. <laughs> Yeah. What? When's this gonna happen? When are they either of them gonna get their first win? If not, is it gonna be together or are they gonna do it separate? I still say it's gonna be a random tag title shot. The team's okay. gonna be like, you know what? We need a tune-up match. Let's face the initiative, and then they'll okay. get their first win, and it's for the belts. That it's gonna insane. break the internet because <laughs> so many fans are gonna be like, but the rankings. Yeah. But just think about the moment. Shout just out to our girl Maria. She's in the chat. Shout out, Hi, Maria. Maria. Actually, I'm wearing her shirt. I'm wearing your shirt, Maria. Exclusive. Yeah, the, the exclusive Maria shirt. Can't Only get I this in stores. Nope. <laughs> this, is, this, this is an exclusive that she made. I love all her shirts. I can't, like, so I love that. Uh, and I love to do the the shoulder out with her shirt. So mm. pretty, pretty cool. So it's pretty basic. But but how to right. shout her out a little bit. So love you. <laughs> Anywho, anyway, Rehu, 
but yeah, Dark was all right. But uh, Dynamite, let's just briefly go over it. The Go Home Show. I mean, it, it didn't really feel like a go-home show too much to yeah, me. Uh, we did hear in the uh, to Tony Khan presser before the pod today that uh, he was – it was kind of like a touch-and-go type of show where he said that he's gonna, he's run into a lot of Dynamites where, you know, they get up to the 759 mark and they're like, oh, shoot, we forgot about, you know, touching up this or doing this and putting this into the show. So that's what was happening with this week. That's what it kind of felt like. So, you, so we know now that when we get these type of Dynamites – we know that the you know the dynamite wasn't really structurally written, and you know over time AW will figure out how to cons- consistently be consistent. But I think now, obviously um, with the pandemic and stuff, it's it's kind of hard. I'll say this just as a little like backstage thing with wrestling: the show's never complete. It really never is. Like you can get like even like Tony said earlier, you can be at seven fifty nine a minute before they go live, and the show's still getting. Well, frick, WWE. And that's how wrestling is. They, they, that, no, Vince rips the script like an hour before general. the show and rewrites it an hour before the show. <laughs> that's how wrestling is in general because yeah. you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, and I, I say this, though. I still say last week felt like the go-home show, but yeah. this week definitely gave us a little more of that pay-per-view preview. Yeah. yeah. It really yeah. wasn't a go-home because I feel like we were ready to get to the pay-per-view. Right. Last night was more of just that preview of like, okay, expect this, expect this, expect this. And that's it. I know know Tiff wasn't really feeling it, right, Tiff? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I kind of feel like how what Ray said. I feel like a little bit more last week. And I don't know. Maybe there was just certain parts of last night's episode that I just, I don't know. I just, it's weird. I can't pin it exactly. Um, Well, there were some negatives. Huh? (laughs) There's. Again, we're a positive and fun podcast, but when we when there the negatives happen, we will we'll tell you guys and give you guys our opinions on it. And last night, the one thing that stuck out to me the most was that battle royal preview. That whole segment was an entire mess, and I really didn't need it. Like it yeah, really wasn't needed. I didn't, I didn't need that. Uh, it was it was too much. I mean, on paper, like when you think about it realistically, is this battle royale is probably the most stacked that we've seen since aw has been alive. Agreed? This yeah. is probably the most, like, with all the people that are in this, it's the most stacked. And, I mean, I'm really looking forward to this match, but I didn't need all this. It was too long. I feel like we could have had something else, or maybe we could have had a longer match within one matches that we had last night. I don't know. But I think it was a little bit too much because we never really had this before, right? That they were, like, building the Battle Royale, something like this before. See, I'm used to it in WWE, and I really hated when they did this stuff in WWE. Like, when there was, like, a Royal Rumble coming up or there was some sort of Battle Royale at a pay-per-view. And they would they would do these, like, brawls and in the locker room clear out. I really was not a fan of that ever. So now that AEW did it, I'm just like, ugh. It just – it was ugly. There's so much going on. It's hard to, like, watch. <laughs> Yeah. See, it's it's funny again. Like, like it's it's perfect how it brought that up. Usually for a rumble, you get that buildup. You'll get them in the ring. But funny enough, what I always noticed from WWE, most of the time, the people that were in that rumble, like brawl, were never actually in the rumble. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but last night, we got everyone that's gonna be in that battle royal, but two people. Because if you count, there was only nineteen yeah. guys out there last yeah. night. Now the problem with that is. What keeps us from what's going to make us watch on Saturday? We just saw what's going to happen. They're going to fight. They're going to do this. And the worst thing I feel like they did, which again, it's not because people don't want to see it. It's just that you have to keep it special. 
Brian Cage and Lance Archer touched. Yeah. And that needed to be kept for the pay-per-view. Because, again, you want to see them fight, but you have to keep the people wanting it. Or even yeah. not, maybe like even on pay-per-view, just not have them touch at all. Like, have them have like another showdown moment on pay-per-view, but have them not touch until they finally get a one-on-one match. I think with those two in a one-on-one match would be... I'd, I'd like to see them go at it there instead of a battle royal-type environment. Yes. Also, the only thing I think saved that segment, and some people might say, no, they need to take away the mic from Jake. Um, no. That comment he said about busting a, oh, a certain thing... Um, I think Jake's just going haywire with his promos See, now. See, I'm going to give – it's it's going to sound bad, but I'm going to sort of give Jake the benefit of the doubt. I think he's just got that old man type of mindset that I don't <laughs> think he man. meant what he meant. Old man. Mm-mm. Say, is it like, shit, I'm old here. Like, like what are you trying to – I feel like Jake didn't think about it. Like, he just said it because it kind of makes sense in a, in, a, in a way. But it's like when you think about it, like, oh, wait, that's going to be taken. Lot of <laughs> Tiff, you're not Jake Roberts old. Stop it. Okay? I'm just going to put that out there. Calm <laughs> yourself. <laughs> not saying you're Jake Roberts old. That's like... Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we'd be friends again if I was I, serious about I that. Just... <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's true. If I called you Jake Roberts old, you'd still no, be my I friend? Know. I know. I just... I feel like being difficult today. So I know. You up. feel like being attacked. Is she just going to argue with us over I every am. comment I'm you too. So, like, you know, I'm just going to give you two shit. But, you know... I can't wait till the but, prediction. She's going to hate us. I, I, <laughs> but anyway, Matt Austin's in our chat as well. So, guys, we're on Facebook. We're on Periscope Hello, as well. Hello, Facebook. YouTube, so, Matt Austin's chat. You are awesome. Yes, you're awesome. He said that, you know, they did this to kill time for the next segment. He goes, most of the matches went more than 12 minutes. You know, so and he agreed that uh, that they shouldn't have touched as well, you know, and it's you know, it's funny because because, again, like Ray's in the industry more right than than me or Kyle are. We're just podcasters or whatever like that. So you guys would understand a hell of a lot better than than me and Kyle would. Um, But I don't know. So but I get which I get that like you have to like make time for that next segment, like the transition. But you don't have to give a battle royal segment 10 minutes. No. That could have been a good five weird. Cut yeah. the commercial, get them out of there. Because it was like, in, like we it was in picture in picture. <laughs> I was like, why are they doing that? And then yeah. we come back and they're all of a sudden all gone. <laughs> Just <Okay>. like what? <laughs> like what happened? <laughs> I hope someone recorded all of them running out of that ring. Oh, I man. wish there's fan cam somewhere. Because I can imagine they are like, now get the hell out of the ring. I just, you know what I mean? Yeah, like just like, like, all right, guys, get out, get, get. But there was a shining star, or shining, I guess, a, a bright shining star on Dynamite this week, and we had the debut of an NWA star on Dynamite with Thunder Rosa. That was like the talk of the town, um, and she went up against uh, an, an AW debut of Serena Deeb. And if you don't know who Serena Deeb is, I don't know what rock you just came from under. Serena Deeb is is a, a legend in this business. If you guys remember, if you remember watching. Derby during the PG era, she was uh, part of uh, CM Punk's uh, Straight Edge Society uh, when they shaved her head bald, <laughs> which I'll never forget that. Um, and then, like when she was in the May Young Classic too, she was in there. Uh, she's just she's really good. Okay, I, 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 when I took out of this match, obviously we know Thunder Rosa. She's good. That was like that was something we expected that it was going to be good. They had the time too. They had a lot of time to have this match this week, and then uh, we heard Tony Khan touch base on it too through his presser as well. Um, 
saying that he loved that they gave both of them the time. And then Serena Deeb, I think, is one that they should go after. Just watching her in the ring, how smooth she was. She's very quick. It just she is, I think, a big player. I think if if they could sign her, I think she's someone that could definitely help with this women's division. As you know, with the prop, the current problems that there is, obviously, with this division. So, I'm well, all for I'm, Serena Deeb, 100%. We were, talk- we were listening to the media press before this podcast, and uh, Tony Khan was talking a little bit about the fact that there are a lot of wrestlers that kind of are stuck and that they can't come to AEW because of the pandemic. And, you know, so it's really nice. And they were talking a little bit about Thunder Rosa with the partnership with NWA that... He's not really looking to work with a lot of people in NWA. This is kind of like a favor. You know, we don't know what's going to happen. You know, a lot could happen. Thunder Rosa could win the championship this weekend, you know, and then we'll see what happens from there. Um, But again, like uh, hopefully maybe me and Ray will reach out to Thunder Rosa, see if we can get her on to under the ropes, you know, uh, hopefully coming soon because she's really, really amazing. Um, and I like the fact of the open airway of maybe working together because just think of all the matches that we could possibly get in the future. It doesn't need to be every week, but just sending people over, I, I kind of like the thought of it every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Tony definitely like kayfabe his answer a bit mm-hmm. because, of course, you're not going to want to, if there's a working relationship, you're not going to express it. No. Because you want to keep these moments, like when Thunder Rosa showed up, it got a reaction. It popped right. the crowd. Last night with Serena, it was another great uh, acquisition there. And I feel like we still have to remember when they announced months ago, they still have a lot of people they haven't brought in for their yeah. roster. Yeah, That roster number was only at, what, 65%? 75%? Yeah. So they still have people they probably are looking at for are maybe now at liberty to bring in. Right. Because again, there's certain people they can't use at the moment. We're not going to get as many international talent as we would have uh, before the pandemic. So there's space to bring in more people. And I hope this leads to right. um, using those talent that we would love to see on AEW because the match pairings could be amazing. Last night, I feel like Serena was the perfect person for Thunder Rosa because we didn't need a squash match. We needed a showcase. And last night definitely had that because Serena is someone that on the independent circuit has been good, has been shown to do great things um, in the women's division of the independent circuit. And she did amazing with Thunder Rosa last night. It wasn't that uh, what you expect. Oh, she's going to come in, squash, boom. It was like, no, Thunder Rosa had to work. Yeah. And Which is good. It was, it was better not. It's better than a squash match, I feel like, right? Like, we expect, oh, this is going to be a squash match. So I'm glad that we didn't get that squash match. This was really great because, once again, like – we're familiar with her, but not necessarily for the new fan of AEW might not know, maybe not watch NWA, maybe not, you know, know anything about the Indies. So they might not know who she is. So I love this and she should look strong going into this match. It shouldn't be just a quick two, two minute match. She pins her and that's it. So I really, that's usually what people define as looking strong. Yeah. And I feel like you really, you can't see much in a squash match. Right. Cause when it gets to the pay-per-view on Saturday, it's not going to be a squash. It's just, it's too, it's too done. It's too overdone. This is you like, it's, it's the same stare. It's the same storyline. The person comes in, squashes, and the faces the champion. Champion's like, oh, okay, so I got to face this person who just squashed every single person in the locker room. This is a right, different, we're yeah. looking at it in a different way here. So I saw that. It was like a main complaint. People were like, oh, well, Thunder Rosa should have just, you know, should have looked strong and should have made quick work of Serena Deeb. I really 
didn't see a problem with this entire match because it also gave us a showcase in Serena Deep and a potential person for this division potentially. And we saw how good she was out of that match. I think we saw a lot out of Serena Deep that maybe, you know, like Tiff said, maybe no one knows about Serena Deep either. So I right. think that's that was also a good idea on what they did. Now, uh, we won't talk too much more on Dynamite. Let's just briefly talk about the ending. Um, I was very confused with this whole thing in the ending. And Tiff knows that this guy is an actual wrestler, but he had to act like he had nothing to do with wrestling. I don't know what the heck he was wearing. What do you mean? Mark Sterling's a lawyer, man. <laughs> He's never wrestled a day in his life. Oh, yeah, no. but whatever he was wearing, oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know what costume <laughs> you know store he went to. I got, I got Andy Kaufman vibes. Okay. Yeah, I don't I know that. if anyone in the chat's gonna get that because it's a very like old wrestling reference, but um, I got those kind of comedic vibes from him. And uh, Sterling, again, he's trained at Creative Pro. He's trained yeah. by Brian Myers, Pat Buck, and they have great minds for wrestling. And I feel like he was the perfect guy to do a match like this, just because of like you needed something to make the fans be like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Yeah, like. <laughs> It was weird, and it went. I think it went on a little, little tad too long. And I love the whole after, after, the whole after bit, like Warlow just absolutely destroying John Moxley, and then MGF coming out with his little like tennis ball, <laughs> like Walker thing, and then throwing it away, taking his neck brace off, showing he's actually 100 percent, duh, um, <laughs> and uh, just beating the crap out of John Moxley, and then punching him in the face with that that head with that that ring and busting him open and biting him while he was bleeding i'm not sure if that's you know sanitary at all i know you guys are testing for covid yeah. but even without covid i still wouldn't do that i was surprised we got a little blood last night and then he wiped it all over his face and then he put it on his shirt i was like okay mjf is like losing it it's a great image don't get me wrong like that's how you sell to get to this match like it's we've only seen mocks the past few weeks yeah, yeah. so this is perfect to get some form of violence but um, where did where did this MGF come from, and why hasn't he been around the last few months? Oh god, yeah. it was good though. Like I, it was disgusting from what I just said, but it was good. Like it was, it got me very into this match, and it was a very very intense feel just watching him scream into the camera, and you can really see how much he wants this and how much he actually hates John Moxley as the AW champion. And this whole thing actually messed me up completely with my pick not going to lie this whole like the whole end of, of dynamite so when i get to the pick I'll, I'll explain why so uh yeah interesting episode of dynamite very you know i guess i can agree with Bray what he said last week was definitely the go home show this was just a kind of preview um speaking of previews like they have some they have like a lot of crazy stuff planned this saturday they have a red carpet special at five o'clock not sure how that's gonna go down not sure <laughs> what it's gonna look oh. like <laughs> but that's gonna be something going to be interesting it's like it was funny because we were talking about because we're doing it at my house so ray and april and and brad brad's in the chat and his wife and uh, our friend adam are going to come here and watch it here we're going to get tacos i'm like this thing started at like five that april was like what is this wrestlemania and i was like if you really kind of <laughs> well, think about it Kaiga is their wrestlemania yeah i mean i think i think all out is their big pay-per-view i know like yeah. they like cody's touted and said like revolution kind of is like their big pay-per-view but I think all out's got to be just because with the history, like with what yeah. Tony was saying in the presser today, saying like this is gonna be like he was so excited that this is like the two year anniversary of All In, it's the one year anniversary of All Out, and how much it this yeah. actually means to him. Yeah. So I think All Out is definitely gonna be their 
big pay-per-view a year kind right. of paper because if we really look at it this it, 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 like all in was the first like aew event in a sense right and had the the like the stepping stone for it. that was the beginning that's where we placed the the base for what aew would become and this is just that event now this is going to be as big as it should be unfortunately again we're not going to be able to get like star cast and stuff like that because of the pandemic but they're going to make this event huge. Right. And yeah. that's 5, like 5 p.m. start time. It's like, okay, so you guys are going to do a lot that one day. Right. Like, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. It's a little early, yes. But I feel like when it's wrestling, like, you're planning the whole day to watch. Right. You don't care. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't see anyone complaining. And I feel like that's the thing that's like, at the moment, it's like, wow. But then when you're watching, you're like, okay, let's, let's, let's watch. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna be there in your tacos. We should be making some mimosas. I'm just saying, but you know, <laughs> I didn't say we should make that. Yeah, how yeah, come you guys aren't? That's shame on you guys. Invisible shame you? bell. Bing, Listen, bing, 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 bing. I have the orange juice, Ray. We just need to get a little bit of the bubble. Not hard. The liquor store is literally two blocks from my house. Like, <laughs> yeah, we might have to make a trip if anything. Yeah, we'll, we'll, so I'd be ashamed we'll if you guys don't. Listen. <laughs> How many weeks has it been? Okay, why haven't you had a replacement bell? Uh, Corona. Yeah, I, brought that, I brought that up last week. <laughs> that was like shame because Kyle kept messing up certain names. And you know, like, the, the bell. Stuff. It's a bell shortage with COVID nineteen. You know, like I can't go to okay. any stores and get a bell. It's just there's yeah, a bell shortage. Oh, so it's, it's Nintendo <laughs> switches. It's yeah. um tissue paper and belts. Yeah, that's that's a shortage. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. No. <laughs> Anywho, um, rehu. Um, yeah, so 5 o'clock, red carpet special. Then they have the countdown, which are always really cool, at 6 o'clock. And they have the uh, buy-in starting at 7.30, I believe, or 7 o'clock. And then the actual pay-per-view at 8 o'clock. So, yeah, big jam-packed Saturday night for all-out uh, predictions. Or, sorry, all-out in general. Our predictions are today, not Saturday. You can watch it on Saturday if you want. Um, but, yeah, it's going to it's gonna be also different because there's going to be crowd. So the 10% capacity has been working great. Tony's mentioned it in the presser today that, you know, like they're, they're doing their best with keeping people in pods and keeping people from, you know, leaving the pods and going to talk with other people, people wearing masks. You know, they've, they they start kicking people out that don't want to wear masks. Like, I love the, all the steps that Tony Khan's taken to keep, you know, people safe, obviously, during this pandemic and, and in the crowd. And he, he stressed about, like, how important is that we are an outside venue and that's what's keeping us going and and one of the important things that we are allowed to do this with an outside venue so they've uh they released today like tickets are on sale now for september 9th 30 dollars uh tickets start at 30 dollars for the wednesday night dynamite september 9th and he did tease so this is the dynamite after all out and he did tease on the presser that this dynamite is going to be a big dynamite he said he couldn't reveal why but it's going to be a big episode, and it has to do with the pay-per-view. So something's going to happen on the pay-per-view that's going to transition to Dynamite next week. So we'll have to keep an eye out on what that is. Dum, dum, dum. Uh, also today, it is uh, Allie Impact, as she was known. Now uh, just Allie, one of the Nightmare Sisters. It's her birthday today. Happy birthday. So happy birthday Aww. to Allie, or a.k.a. Cherry Bomb, as I first knew her when I first met her. Her in uh, uh, The Blade, or he was called Pepper Parks. Uh, back in the day, I met them at a House of Hardcore event that uh, Tommy Dreamer was running, and uh, oh my god, still I will never forget what the Blade or uh, Braxton Sutter was wearing that day. He's wearing a shirt that said "Sex, Weights, and Protein Shakes." Hell yeah! 
Um, I'm like that's the I, I went up and talked to him like that's I, I'm like that's the best shirt I've ever seen in my entire life. And I remember I was there with my uh, my old co-host on the network here, Corporate Cappy. We uh, when they were the heels, they were a heel team. It was a mixed tag team match. It was them two against Tommy Dreamer and Mickey James. And uh, when they came out, no one was cheering them. Me and Cappy stood up and just like applauded him. And then he, he went up in the turnbuckle and he's like pointing at us. <laughs> Oh, it's great! It's it's so great. Like it, it, again, like like tip stress all the time. Like indie events are like the fun, or most fun place to to do stuff like that. It's 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 awesome. Yeah, the chop right, and, and chop right apparently. Yeah, chop right. That's the thing. So you you know the funny thing is is like we have other people actually asking us to come to other promotions so they can chop right. Oh, yeah. So Ray, it is man, you better like. I was being nice. I was only trying to do it at Synergy, but now other people are reaching out and they want Chop Ray to happen. So make sure you stay tuned and make sure you're subscribed to the Holds Bar Network because you right. never know what's going to happen. I hope you're stocking up in like Polysporn or something, Ray, because like you're going to need yeah. some for that chest. <laughs> Yo, Eric Corvus smacked him the hardest. It was pretty crazy. Like, <laughs> I might I might just have to do a few more chest days when I go to the gym now. Now the gyms are open finally. Just, yeah. Just build that chest up more. Because, man, oh, <laughs> oh uh, shout out to our friend Kilroy that says, I need to, um, I need to sell a little better, I guess. Yeah, Kilroy. Uh, ooh, Kilroy, ooh. I thought I was selling correctly. I guess I got to sell a little better. So, Kilroy, we got your clip, by the way, from our email. Thank you. We'll play it on AEP 100. And if you guys want to send your clips, guys, all elite podcast at gmail.com. You can send a voice clip for 30 seconds or a video clip for 30 seconds. Uh, about uh, celebrating AEP 100, send us it and we'll feature it on the show. Um, anyways, moment of truth. Let's guys. do it. Let's do it. Predictions do it. for all out. It's why everyone's here. It's why everyone wants to hear us okay. uh, do Love these. Yeah. So we're gonna start out with a big one. We're actually gonna all start right. off with the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. And there's Damn. A, Whoa. And, and there is a reason. Hey, hold up, hold up, hold pump, pump the pump, 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 pump the brakes. <laughs> what is going on? There, with the man? There, there, there is one reason why. We're starting with oh, this. Oh, I know why. Okay, I know why. Ladies and gentlemen, ah, okay. Okay. sit back in your seats. Okay. Make sure the headphones are turned up for <laughs> a exclusive, very much exclusive look at MJF's theme song for this Saturday done by our boys, These Wolves. Check it out. What I gotta be is me against the world, so number one's what I gotta be. I swear that I just gotta be king. That is my prophecy. I feel Yep. How freaking awesome is that? Darren of these wolves. Darren, you are a freaking genius. He done that. The full version will be available tomorrow morning, guys. Make sure you go over to These Wolves' Twitter account. You subscribe to get that early preview tomorrow morning and download the full theme song. It will be available tomorrow morning for everybody, and then MGF will be using it for uh, his all-out entrance. Uh, wow. Like, man, that theme got me pumped. Like, <laughs> it's so, it's I so good. MJF, but man. Yo, like. <laughs> 
I can't. I love Darren so, so much. Yeah, so I Darren, love Darren, thank you so much for letting us do that and for giving us exclusive. He actually wanted us to play the whole thing. I'm like, no, we, we ain't playing the whole thing. We're getting people to support you, Darren. Yeah, because Darren, we get a taste. We get a little bit of a taste. A little, little so, yeah. taste, a little salt bag, a little sprinkle. A little, little bit, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> nah, I love it. I love our boy, Darren. It's like, again, it's, you know, all the people that we, we get to see him all the time at shows. He's such a nice person and... Oh man, it's it's crazy, right? Like I can't believe we're going into a hundred episodes and just think of oh I'm getting sentimental now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> save the tears for next week. Okay, I'll save the tears for next week. Fine. <laughs> yeah. I can't Sorry. wait to hear that live when MJF comes out, but let's talk about it, guys. MJF versus John Moxley, AEW World Heavyweight Championship. This is going to be a very, very good match. Not only because the the, the feud, this buildup has been so good, so good, that even just these two in the ring are going to put on a very good match, and yeah. it's going to be physical. We've seen how we just seen how much how physical MJF could be from this last week on Dynamite for this this week on Dynamite. So he's going to bring that intensity plus John Moxie's intensity that we already know. This is going to be a very, very physical match, and it's it's going to be a very good match. I can see this match going a very long time, too. I think they're going to give these guys a time of day. And from what I've seen this week on Dynamite really messed up with my pick. I actually originally had John Moxley retain the championship, um, but I'm changing that. I think I think it's Ooh. time. I think now with this new theme song that's got me so hype, I think it's time. I think the championship's going to change hands. I know it's only been like 180-something days and Moxie's title reign has kind of been overshadowed by obviously the pandemic and, and no live crowds. But I, to me, my gut is screaming like right now. It's not, not because, you know, I didn't have much food today, but it's screaming because MJF, I think, is going to win the championship. I think it's, we're going into the era of MJF. And I think that's a surprise that Tony is talking about. And MJF's going to have something big planned for Dynamite with his, with his world title. And that's going to actually start his next feud which is going to be another big part of Dynamite as well. So I'm going with MGF to win the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. And I know Mrs. Mash is going to be pissed off because she's a big MJ or a big Moxley mark. So she's going to hate that I picked MGF in this one. Wow. Wow. So yeah, you know, Tiff, it's, so your turn. It, it, it's funny because I did a prediction show last night with our, our boy Rob. And we were talking about this and it was really funny because I didn't really even have my, my pick set. And then I always say during the podcast is when I talk myself into my predictions a lot of the times or whatever. And one of the things that me and Rob actually agreed on is, and I know MJF Scarf's going to hate me. I'm so sorry. Um, that MJF is someone that I followed in the indie scene. I remember him being like 18 years old and seeing him here in Long Island and me heckling the crap out of him and giving him all this shit, right? Um, and he is the best on the mic. And I love the fact that he's very good at that. He's very good at getting heat and everything. But um, the question to me, and these are arguments that me and Rave had in my house over here on the couch, of who's the man that takes the belt off Moxley, Right. I personally don't think, um, what's it called, that MJF has taken this belt off. But it was really funny because our friend Bill also was talking about, think about the possibilities of the feuds that we would get if MJF took, the, took this belt. We can have him against Darby Allen. We can have him against Jungle Boy. We can just all these thoughts. Like, and I could see getting swayed. But nah, I'm sticking with my gut. Moxley's retaining because I feel like 
who's better enough that you have to carry the AEW on your back, right? That's your big title there. So is MJF ready to hold? And yes, I do eventually think he will get the championship, but I think Wardlow's going to cost him the shot. I really, really do. I really believe this from back then, the the buildup that we saw, the little spits going on and off with MJF and Wardlow. I think this is where Wardlow causes MJF the belt, and then we start that feud. So, okay, okay, okay. okay. That's a, that's a very interesting pick. Okay, Tiff. Okay, I see you. I see you. All right, Ray. What do you got for us? Um. So last night confirmed my pick. Okay. I I was at the point that I was going with Mox till last night. I thought it's still a little too early. MJF is getting that heat, but not enough. He's not at that full-blown heel that he'll be the next heel to carry from what Jericho did with the championship. But I feel like we're getting to that point that now MJF is ruthless. Yeah. He has that ruthless aggression that <laughs> makes you I know Kyle's going to laugh. Um, that makes you championship material. It yeah. makes him like, now you want to see this. And again, like Tiff mentioned, we've seen him on the indie scene. I remember doing Ring Crew with MJF years ago. To now see him at the pinnacle in AEW, it's like, I think he's ready now. I think he, I'm not saying he's going to have the longest reign either, sadly. But I see him being that guy that now needs to be the heel to hold that gold. Okay. And um, what happens on next week's Dynamite is going to show us, is he ready to continue that reign? Right. That's what's going to happen. I definitely see it. I definitely see something happening with him with the championship, but I want to see how he reacts once he's champion. Mm -hmm. Because that's going to be the make or break. For sure. All right. So we have me going with MJF, Tiffany going with Mox. And then Ray also agreeing with me with MJF. All right. This will be an interesting match when we see it on uh, Saturday. I was going to say Sunday. I'm so used to Sunday pay-per-views. Let's talk about this match uh, because Tony Khan briefly touched base on it during the presser today. That is uh, uh, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD versus Big Swole in a tooth and nail match. And this was uh, finally booked last minute uh, on Dynamite this week. Um, Tony Khan did say during the presser today that it will be uh, cinematic, so that'll be interesting to see uh, what the what cinematic uh, is done with this match. Um, it will, I don't know. A lot of people scream that it should it shouldn't be in the pre-show. This is the buy-in match, uh, but Tony Khan kind of uh, gave us the reasons why that uh, this it, you know they don't this is not really a demotion being in the pre-show and he's, he's brought up like other pre-shows in the past actually you've had top stars on the pre-show so it, it's not done as a demotion in any way and i think this is done as well a cinematic and b uh a pre-show because i don't think like i don't think Britt baker is still injured i think that this again they booked this last minute like they could have booked baker and swole weeks ago if she was ready to go like they they've got gone all the way to the end here, and it probably was determined this week that maybe she can't go in the ring. So let's do something cinematic where we can work around her injury. So and then Tony Khan's also said that this isn't a kayfabe injury like MJF. This is real. She actually broke her nose and she legit hurt her leg. So I think they're working around the injury. I think this is perfect. They're gonna do something cinematic. It should be fun to watch, and it's sure. I think it's sure to, to help with pay per view buys. It's sure to get people excited. I think it's gonna be entertaining as hell. So, uh, as for this match, though, uh, I'm just going to pick Big Swole. 
gut saying, like, I can't see Britt Baker winning. Um, I know some people would argue that, saying, it. well, it's a tooth and nail match. She's going to be in her environment. She could win here. Um, and she has the resources to win, but I don't know. I think Big Spool is definitely going to get the, the better of Britt Baker, and I think eventually down the line when Britt is 100% ready to go, they'll finally have an actual match rematch. So I'm going with Big Spool in, in this one. Um, I think she's cleared. I think that was the biggest thing. I think she might have just been cleared possibly as early as Tuesday. I feel that's what it was. I think she's cleared now. Because I don't think they would risk even putting her in action. Even if it is cinematic, like you say, Kyle, they still wouldn't put her in. Okay. Because risking a, a, a bigger injury. When I said injury, I don't mean like she's still in a wheelchair. I mean like she's no, still no, no. like. Just in general, like yeah. even if it's a minor thing, it can get worse putting her in action. Oh, yeah. So I see. I think she's cleared, but that's just my, my take on it. Uh, Tiff, your thoughts? Um. So, you know, again, I'm one of those people that was kind of mad that this was in the buy-in, that I felt like this should have been over on the main card. But at the same time, I understand, and I knew this before the press There's conference. always a but. It make, but it makes sense, though. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense in the sense of, like, here's this feud, right? This is the longest feud that – this. excuse me. This is the longest storyline that's been building the last couple of months, correct? This is the match that we've yeah. been – for months that we've been building and it's been good right it's been believable i've been really stoked to see this match and i'm really looking forward to this so um so i i, I get it you know you you want to put this on you want to get people to buy the pay-per-view so this is this what you're doing is like okay you're getting a little snippet so my concern is is Britt baker gonna get hurt again because i feel like every time this damn pay-per-view she's always getting hurt oh, yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry you know and i'm not trying to be negative about it but i don't know like so again it's been a great storyline. I am excited to see this match. I'm excited to see where it's going to go. But I'm going to go with my girl, Big Swole, because, you know, it's time. We need to start pushing this girl because yeah. she's a fan favorite. Um, and, and yes, I have grew to like Britt Baker, um, but she's been out of action for so long. So I'm really curious how this matches. I feel like, in theory, it's going to be a good match. I'm hoping it's going to be a good match. I just hope that, you know... We don't have batch mania. I, I think I think Baker gets uh quote unquote injured again. You know what I mean? Like not nah. a real injury, a kayfabe injury. Like something happens in that match that uh, like we see her like complain about weeks to come. Like something maybe like a, a dental utensil caught her in the eye or something like that. Something's gonna happen that's you know f- you know fake or, or Reba. <laughs> Reba. Or, or Reba costs her. Yeah, Reba walks yeah. in and then she quote unquote breaks her nose again because like her, you know what I mean? Like she opens the door on, or Reba opens the door on Britt Baker. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, something. Oh. Um, we need race pick. I, know I feel that. like I'm going to piss so many people off with my pick. That's why I was taking forever. <laughs> I think, I think Britt's winning. Oh. I think Britt's winning. Only for the simple fact that I agree with you, Kyle, though. This is not the end. No. So I see once we get to that next actual match, that's where Swole gets her redemption. Right now, we're still in that build. Even though this has been the longest built, one of the longest built matches for this pay-per-view, however, I still see that. I see Swole getting the win on the next one. Mm. Okay. Okay. I like Interesting. that. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so next match, uh, we'll talk about it. I mean, this is we'll talk about the other match that people were arguing that maybe should have been in the pre-show, but is now in the main card. I think there's a reason that there's a main. This is a main card match, or it could be where I caught Tony said in the presser today. So we're gonna talk about Young Bucks 
Uh, they're facing off against Jurassic Express. They won that tag team match. That it was such a weird uh, uh, stipulation that the winning team would face each other in that eight man on Dynamite. Um, so this will be interesting to see what happens because I think something's going to happen in this match. Uh, a lot of people pointed out on Dynamite that I didn't catch right away. I don't know if you guys caught it, but um, I don't know if this was done by mistake and the Young Bucks just did it by mistake. They left in the heel tunnel. They didn't exit through the, gotcha. the babyface tunnel, and a lot of people huh. caught it. I don't huh. know if that means anything. That could be just it could be just you know coincidence. Coincidence, but uh, yeah, they're uh, they're in, they left through that tunnel. Um, but so I think something's gonna happen in this match. It's either something happens, or what Tony Khan said in the presser today, he brought up saying like this is gonna be a a wrestling pay per view more than story pay per views. Like there's gonna be a lot of wrestling matches more than stories. So. I don't know if this is what he's talking about, one of those matches that's just, you know, on pay-per-view for a good wrestling match. Because, again, both these teams could put on a good wrestling match. If there's no story behind it, Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express, this is sure to be a very good match. We have These two teams are, are very good, and, and now this could be a moment, hopefully, I mean, we hope, that maybe the Young Bucks put over Jurassic Express. And I think that's actually what's going to happen, and I have Jurassic Express going over whether something happens that costs the Young Bucks or even if it's just a regular match. I have Jurassic Express getting over on the Young Bucks in this match. So I was really upset yesterday because I really thought that we were going to get SCU and Private Party because of like the little storyline that like pretty much that Scorpio Sky is going through a singles run, even though he's not in the single. I feel like with with him go, uh, in in the match later on in the night. Um, so, but then at the same time, I kind of thought about it and I was like, how are you going to have a pay per view and not have the Young Bucks on it? Right. Right. Let's be real. And I was I was a little salty so because I'm always thinking about that. That's like you're not going to have a pay per view without the Young Bucks. Like, yeah. I know. I, I know. Like, you know, God, God forbid that that would happen at one of the pay-per-views. But again, you know, me and Ray are very biased with our boys. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I just I just want to see private party. So fight me, whoever. But anyway, <laughs> fight me, fight me, finish him. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so so again, like I'm going to go back into my indie side, my queen of the indies thing or whatever here. Uh, we need to start building some other teams up in here. I mean, I'm still salty that best friends, I really felt that they should be the ones walking around with the tag team belts. I'm still going to sit here. I'm still going to fight it. But um, I think it's time that the Young Bucks start putting over other people. And yes, Jurassic Express is a fan favorite. Absolutely. But and we've seen them put over other teams. So I think I think it's time. Um, and like, I feel like the whole thing, even like we've seen a little bit with the BTE being a little depressed, maybe it's a little bit of mind games going on here that I feel like it's maybe it'll cost them a match mentally that they're not all there. I don't know where he wants to say something. So I think that's going to happen. Oh. I literally think you're right. Tip. I think because the, the way the elite has been splitting up and the way they're all yeah. depressed, they're going to lose track. The chemistry is just, they're going to botch one, you know, quote unquote, botch one, yeah. one spot and it's going to lead to them losing. And then they're, they're going to like, you know, get mad at each other they're and they're going to, you know, it, it, something's going to happen in this match. I can't see it just being a regular wrestling match, but I can still see Jurassic Express going over. There's something that's going to happen to the Bucks here. Right. I can't just see a Bucks clean win. We've seen this too many times. This wouldn't make really too much sense here. Um, I guess, again, I'm going to be the, the bad guy. Razor <laughs> <laughs> um, Ramon. We still, have to, we still have to remember there needs to be momentum for them versus FTR. That's the bad. Yeah. I we need to get momentum. So unfortunately, I see the Bucks going over. But but I don't see it be like a burial either of Jurassic Express. I can see a lot of falsies, a lot of like 
we're gonna think right there. We're gonna jump off our seats, and yeah, I'm gonna see falls, a lot yeah. of like, oh, oh my, oh, oh, whoa, whoa. like it's gonna happen a lot on Saturday. But unfortunately, Bucks are gonna go over because we still we still need them to be on FCR's level and not to spoil my pick later. But they need to both get a win. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going that's Bucks. funny because I, I also feel, and I guess like, I don't know if you want to go into this after, but I kind of feel like also that Jurassic Express are going to be the first contenders against FTR. Oh. I really believe that. I also, really, you just spoiled your pick for later. I just spoiled my pick, <laughs> but yeah. I, I think we kind of all know where we're going with yeah. that. Yeah, I think, yeah. So, so, but so you so you you really think they're gonna get the win here? I really, I mean, we might as well go in if, now. If, uh, if Jurassic Express loses to the Bucks, then and you know, yeah. now, look, okay. I'm a huge fan of the Young Bucks. You guys yeah. know it's like I love the Young Bucks. They're you know they're one of my favorite tag teams around or whatever. Like I absolutely love them. But again, like I said, I'm a big. A person that we need to start building other people as well because like here we have our new company and I get it the young bucks are going to bring in people as well but this is the nice thing about AEW that I love is that you've you've built and made us believe with a lot of the new people like again me Ray were fortunate with a lot of the talent on AEW roster that we've seen previously so we know how good they are right but for the new person who just came into a you know to watch AEW might not know all these people and these vignettes that we get you know it makes us so invested into these wrestlers so make me invested make me yeah. more invested let's go let's I, let's I see start what you're saying I think too with a lot of those new people though I think if they're gonna if these new people are gonna talk to people or listen to other people that have been watching and saying, and they're hearing them say like, "Oh, the Young Bucks are the best," and they want to know why they're the best. They have to be perceived as the best on TV. Right. They have to be shown that they they are the top guys, and reason why all these people are saying like they're the best tag team in the world. So kind of you right. kind of have to have a mix of both and a healthy mix of both. So with this match in general, I'm going Jurassic Express. Same with Tiff, and then we mm-hmm. got the the heel over there going with YB. <laughs> for uh, Sorry, this guys. match. That's all right. Damn it, Ray. Damn um, it. It's like he works in the business or something. I don't know. I, I'm anyway. interested to see what you guys' pick with uh, this next match here. Um, right. Let me just pull it up here. And that is the Casino Battle Royal. And the winner will get a future AEW World Championship match. Um, so, again, this one's also hard to pick because there's oh, still wait. two so spots. They do get a title match. Yeah, yeah, they get a future they get a AEW World Heavyweight match. Championship match. Yeah. Oof, oh, oof, man. Oof, that really makes oof. me think about my pick now. Okay. This, this kind of stinks because um, we don't know the last two guys, and those are surprise picks, meaning it could there's either be four. someone from Dark. Well, there's, there's four, four last picks? I thought there was only there's two. Four. Are there's you sure? 17 in it. Yeah, there's seven, Darby Allen, Lance Archer, Brian Cage, Ricky Starks, Pentagon Jr., Ra- uh, Ray Phoenix, The Butcher, Blade, Eddie Kingston, Sean Spill, Spears, <laughs> Billy, Austin, Jake, Santana, Ortiz, Chuck, and Trent. That's 17. So there's four. So I'm assuming Kip Sabian and Joey Janela and probably Sonny Kiss and oh. probably like a wild card, I feel like, is going to go into this. What about like Private Party or, or SCU? I mean, I could kind of see that too, like Private Party going in there because, I don't know. Like, I just, more I can't, than we can't be tag team heavy. Yeah. yeah. I see us getting like two pop I'm, picks. The rest is going to – the other two – Will probably be a tag team like you guys meant, like you mentioned. Yeah. But I see two picks being like, oh, surprise. Because right. it is all out. It's gonna be everything goes. This is where we got to see like some crazy surprises. And um, man, this is hard to pick. 
All right, so let me let me go with this, and then and then you guys can pick your picks because I kind of yeah. really yeah. have a lot to say with all this stuff. Okay. So. Now, in reality, right, a fan favorite, right, is Darby Allen, right? And I talked about this earlier that I was like, okay, Darby Allen would be great to win if if somebody like MJF took the belt, right? But at the same time, too, he's got unfinished business with Brian Cage and Ricky Stark. So let's, I'm like peeling away. This is how I kind of came up with my concept. <laughs> I started peeling away like this, right? And to be honest with you, like I'm just going to kind of cut straight to the case or whatever, but I really feel here that Eddie Kingston's going to take the win here. Why? Whoa. One, because of the fact that here's this guy, right? And me, again, queen of the indies or whatever like that i've seen this guy in the indie scene i absolutely adore him ray calls him theo whatever this is this is this is the guy this is the guy who's great on the freaking mic but a lot of people who again might not know him don't know how fantastic he is or maybe you do know if he's he's that fantastic but for the new up-and-comer fan of aew we haven't seen him in the ring yet guys we just haven't and what's yeah, have. a bigger way we've seen him once in the ring okay but we haven't like Cody Rhodes. No, I'm saying like a real match. <laughs> he faced Cody Rhodes for the TNT Championship. I think she meant like after he's been signed. Oh, like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking like before. So anyway, so so we, you know, I really feel like, and this would be so good, right? If John Moxley retains, let's be realistic, right? MJF's the heel, right? So we need a baby face. Eh, to not win necessarily. Well, this is how my concept of my thought process. Okay. Let Shiv get her. Okay. Her okay. Let's, yeah, this is my thought process of it. So if MJF takes this title, then you know Babyface is actually going to win this thing. But Darby Allen, he's got unfinished business, right? Because I think Darby Allen's a big favorite here. But again, like I said, like, oh my God, can I really see Eddie Kingston versus John Moxley? Oh, okay, goosebumps. Because I can't even imagine this match right now. Like, give it to me. Give it to me right now. But okay. so you're going with uh, Eddie Kingston. All right. Oh, he's really Conrad. He just dropped David Arquette in the chat. <gasps> wow. I see Arquette being oh. a pop as a surprise. I don't see Arquette winning. Oh, I don't. I think Pac's a surprise. In there. I don't think it's Arquette. I think it's going to be Pac. I think Pac's going to be one of the last entrants. Yeah. I think, um, I think he's somehow come over. Like we we've, you know, we've we've had in Helco and Jack Evans somehow get over. So, what's not to say that Pac's already been shipped I, over with them? It's funny because I brought him up last night on uh, Bob Culture's podcast, and I was like, I would love for Pac to come back and and take the belt off of Moxley. But that's me, and I don't think that's going to happen because I no. really think that eventually, like, in a, yeah, in a perfect yeah. world, Pac would be a return okay. on Saturday and win. I would but so I don't I don't see it happening yet. I feel yeah. like that that border is a little harder to get from the UK here. So yeah, sorry. Um, David Arquette would be hilarious though. Not gonna lie, it would it would <laughs> it would pop the the Raider Rumble fans. Yeah. Um, Kyle, would you like to go first or can I? Well, my pick is pretty. Uh, if you guys look at who's in there, you guys should already know who I'm gonna pick. And I have a I have a specific reason why I think he's gonna win. I know I know who he's picking. My not. boy, Niagara Falls native, Sean reason. Spears is winning the a is gonna win this casino battle royal because of how much he's been built on AEW Dark. This guy, and they mentioned it in Dark, how much of an impressive run he's had in the year of 2020, going like nine or ten or eleven and one in the in the year of 2020. He's built all this momentum with this glove. 
it's got to pay off somewhere. I think it's going to pay off. He's going to it's be sneaky. It's going to be it's going to evolve with that pack fist, and that's how he's going to win this battle royal. I think Sean Spears is winning this match. Oh Believe, go with me if you want or not, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sticking no, with my pick of Sean Spears, and I'm going with what I just said. That's the reason why he winning. Um, for those watching, that's probably thinking I'm laughing at Kyle. I'm not. I'm laughing at the comment that Brad made about Brock Lesnar taking this. Oh God! <laughs> the amount of trolls that we're gonna get oh, on Saturday saying Brock Lesnar showing up. Brock Lesnar showing up. Brock Lesnar is not leaving the WWE. He saw his farm. Like, if Brock Lesnar was going to wrestle anywhere, it's going to be WWE. He's yeah. not coming to AEW. Money. AEW could probably want to sign him, hey. probably give him some money, hey. but I don't see it happening. Brock Lesnar is a farmer. He's got to go back to his farm and get ready for the fall and winter time. He's got stuff to do. He's not coming to AEW. He's got stuff to do. Leave yeah. the farmer alone. You and you, you were the troll the other day saying, I know. Oh, I was being, I was, I was being a troll. I was being a troll on Twitter. I was trying to trigger oh, people. That was my bad. Okay, let's let's, let's keep now to my pick. <laughs> let me go to my pick. Um, oddly enough, mine is the opposite of Tim's here. I was going till last night. I was going with Eddie. I was going with Eddie because I'm thinking, okay, he winked. You're gonna have your five, your four other guys. Do your dirty work and then take the win. But when you put up the idea of the world title shot, I have to go with Darby. Oh, I think it's Darby's time to yeah. finally get a title shot. It's a good pick. Doesn't mean he's going to win the title shot when he gets it. But I feel like that chase is finally it's time. You can build Darby to the next paper. Okay. And that chase is going to be interesting to watch. Again, I, I, I want to be biased. I want to say it's Theo Eddie. But I don't. I don't think. I don't think so yet. We still need to see Eddie a little more in that ring. We still need to see Eddie do a lot more talking. And honestly, I just need. I need Eddie on the mic. That's all I need. That yeah, whole that. match. Have Eddie do like punches and just like have him on a promo. Just see this. This is why this guy's never gonna make it. Like just, <laughs> just start shitting on everybody he wrestles. Like, that would be funny. It would be good. It would be good. Oh man. Okay. Um, All so, right. So this next match, again, we we talked about on the pod. We're not a fan of eight man tag team matches. I do. I can't appreciate the what they've added to this match as a stipulation almost. Um, so we got the dark order uh, of consisting of Evil Uno, Grayson, Luke Harper, or no, Luke Harper, Brody Lee, and Colt Cabana, um, versing the uh, Team Natural Nightmares. Uh, you guys, they can't see the bell. I have to have the thumbnail up. You guys can shame me after. <laughs> the Natural Nightmares and Matt Cordona and Scorpio Sky. So four on four, eight man tagging. Yes, you can shame me because I said Luke Harper instead of Brody Lee. So invisible shame bell me. Thank you. Um, that should be a t-shirt, the shame bell. Anyways. Um, yeah. So again, we're not fans of eight man tag matches. AEW's kind of proven that they're all over the place and they're there's not really a consistent go with them and there's it's a lot happening in the match and it's a lot of uh of you know, the waiting spot game that I see a lot where the wrestlers are waiting for a spot to happen. They're kinda of waiting a little too long to make it a little bit believable. Uh, I know it's really tough to do sometimes, but at least I can appreciate them in this match making it elimination style. So we're basically getting survivor series type kind of form uh eight eight man tag team match with they said on dynamite this week so elimination style that'll be interesting and i can i hope and i can see scorpio sky being the last guy on uh the nightmare uh the nightmare side 
and like three or, or four, maybe all four of the Dark Order are still standing and him running through all of them and getting to Brody Lee and them having the final one-on-one spot at the end. And then it's tough to pick who would win, but uh, uh, I'm going to go with what my gut says. I'm going to stick with this, what what I just said is going to happen. I think the Dark Order is going to win because they've been looking very strong lately. And I think this is another way to, to boost them up, getting a big pay-per-view win and doing what I just said. It's going to come down to uh, Brody Lee, Scorpio Sky, and he's going to get the win eventually on Scorpio Sky. And uh, yeah, and it's not really a burial. It's just it'll be less of a burial because Scorpio Sky is going to have to run through everyone else in the Dark Order to get to Brody Lee. So you know what I mean? It, it's If you can see what I'm trying to say here, so I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with Dark Order. It's crazy because this was kind of, I like, gut gut feeling is saying Dark Order is going to take this because it wouldn't make sense for them to lose after Brody won the belt. And then I feel like, I mean, I guess the way to protect it is have one of like Colt take the, the pin or something. If, 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 uh, because if the other side's going to win, Matt Cardona is going to take that pin. Right. And like, I feel like the way that they book like AW sometimes, like they, they, they pick their faves and stuff. And I feel like, I think Dustin you know, would take the pin because their goal right now is yeah. to destroy the Nightmare family and he'd be the right. guy to take the pin last. Like, I'm still going to go with Dark Order here, like gut feeling, like I mm. said, and I feel like it's either going to be Dustin or it's going to be QT who takes this pin. I don't think it's going to be Scorpio's guy that takes this pin, you know, but like this is the thing that I like about AEW is that I can sit here and I can switch my thought process with it because I can kind of see it going the other way. Also, Matt Cardona, t- you know, uh, pins like either, like I said, like Cole Cabana or something like that, but... I don't know, like the way that it's been going, I really wish that we wouldn't. I don't even understand this match. <laughs> Why? <laughs> what? Can someone explain? They're to standing me up because they destroyed Cody Rhodes and he took the TNT belt out of it, and then they laid out Dustin Rhodes there as well, and they laid out Brandy. So this is the nightmare, the natural nightmares, getting help I from know. from two friends of the nightmares and helping them get revenge in the Dark Order. <laughs> it's what's what's so hard to understand about weird. that? Because it's. Like the whole Scorpio, why? <laughs> this could be a prelude. This probably why could be a prelude. Elimination. Why did we need it to be elimination? Because I think the eight. It's easier to do what I think. It's, it's better. I, you can, I don't know. No, this makes it harder because now you know which side has to win it. Because yeah. you're you're yeah. not going to give a win to the other side. You have to build Dark Order here. Right. No, you do. That's why I said that. But even like Brad said in chat, how does Scorpio fit? That's my point. That's my process here. Like, I'm not understanding. Like, how did Scorpio Sky get involved here? He fits like, in the way that I predicted. He runs through the entire Dark Order after everyone else in his team gets eliminated. And then takes the belt off of him? No, like, I, it's not for the belt. <laughs> no, I'm not saying now. Like, I'm saying down the no, line. No, he loses to Brody Lee, and then he goes back at him and, and challenges him for it, saying it wasn't fair. I had to run through your other goons. Now, let's, how about you face me one-on-one, fresh versus fresh, for the title and put the yeah. title on the line. That's what I'm saying, down the line. I'm not saying, like, right now. I'm just – but I don't know. I just – that's I how do Scorpio with- fits. Agrees, though, Dark Order is going over seven. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I can, I, I can do without the eight-man. I really could. So – but anyway, let's go Anywho, on. Anywho, uh, let's talk about this is an interesting match. A broken rules match. I'm not sure. Uh, well, Tony Gaughan kind of briefly gave us what it could, what it kind of means. But Matt Hardy, I guess it's going to be uh, Damascus Hardy versus uh, Sammy G, Sammy Guevara, in a broken rules match. He kind of said in the presser today, um, Tony Khan, that it's like a last man standing type of match. 
and uh, Matt Hardy's basically put his like uh, his career kind of on the line. He said like if he loses, he's he's gonna leave AEW. Um, that made it interesting. That right there set my pick for him saying that. Uh, before this, I had Matt Hardy going over 100%, but because Matt Hardy says that he's going to leave AEW, something's happening with Matt Hardy. We've seen lately that he hasn't been himself. He's been struggling with his multiple personalities. Something's not right with him. He, he's he's like a ticking time bomb, and I think it's finally going to explode, and I think it's going to cost him this match, and he's going to lose this broken rules match to Sammy Guevara, and Sammy Guevara is going to go over. So I'm picking Sammy G for the win here. This, you know, believe it or not, I was kind of like really confused with this pick. I kind of can go either way. Uh, and again, this is why I like AEW, you know, but I don't know. I don't know. Sammy's great. I love Sammy. I love the fact that Matt is working the younger guys. I also brought this up. I'm like, what the hell happened with him in private party? Like now we're just obsessed with Sammy right now. And I thought he was like mentoring private party. Like I'm kind of confused. Um, I don't know. Like something tells me that Matt's not going anywhere. And uh, I think he's going to make, I mean, Sammy's a star and I still think eventually he's going to go into the title pitcher eventually. I don't know. I just don't, I just, and I'm sure he's pissed off a lot of people with the, with the whole chair shot thing going on with Matt. I don't know. I, I don't see Sammy going over here. I think Sammy's going to put on a really good fight and, but, but it's Matt Hardy. I don't know. I'm going to bite myself in the ass for this pick, but <laughs> I'm just going to go with it. <laughs> and I think the reason why he's not been with private party is he's focusing on Sammy Guevara. He can't really focus on both no, and have the story be like, believable. Like, so, so, but again, so what does that mean? So if he loses, then gone. The, 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 he comes back as a different personality. See, Maybe this see, personality the only will way, leave. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's going to be the cop out that if Matt loses, it's like, oh no, we only lost one version of Matt. Like that's the, the cop out I feel they're going to give. Mm-hmm. I'm still going with Matt Hardy, personally. I'm going with Matt Hardy for the pick only because um, Sammy's been taking this feud. Like, Sammy got the win in the tables match. Sammy was the one that injured Matt Hardy originally. Sammy's been ducking Matt. I feel like this is the time that Matt has to do something. Here. And I know, I get it. We have to push the younger star, but he can showcase Sammy on Saturday, even in defeat. So... I see Matt Hardy going with the victory here. Okay. It's like. interesting. Uh, so we got two big matches left on the card to talk about. So number one will be the uh, AEW Women's World Championship match. It's going to be a very, very good match. It's probably going to be match of the night, maybe. Uh, Sheeta versus Thunder Rosa. Actually, we have uh, three matches. My bad. So if Sheeta versus Thunder Rosa for the AEW Women's World Championship, um, I'm excited for this one. Obviously, being a Sheeta mark, she is one my girl number one girl in AEW facing off against a girl like Thunder Rosa. We know what she's about. We've seen what she's about this week on dynamite. This is going to be a very good woman's match. This is probably going to be one of the best women's matches of the year. I think these girls are going to get, are going to get the time to, to showcase as well. They're going to tear the house down. It's going to be a very, very epic match, but I cannot see for the life of me, Thunder Rosa winning and having both belts just from what Tony Khan said on the presser, I know he can't really give too much and, and, and give all that information out just like that. Maybe there's something else that we're, that he's not say, uh, saying anything about. But I can't see Thunder Rosa having both belts. I think eventually, I think Sheeta will win and it'll be like in a maybe a surprise roll up that catches Thunder Rosa off guard or Sheeta wins cleanly. I mean, Sheeta is. It, this would build Sheeta as a top player in the game. If she, if she can beat a girl like Thunder Rosa clean, that will put Sheeta into another level. So I think they're going to get this chance. I think they're going to put on a clinic, and I have Sheeta retaining the AW World Championship or World Women, Women's World Championship. 
Yeah, this is um, this is gonna be a match, and if again, like if you're a fan, you know you, you're gonna eat this match up, and I know like me and Ray are definitely gonna eat this match up, and I'm sure you like we kind of love it. I'm I'm really excited, so I'm hoping we get a good decent timing with this match. That's not like quick. Uh, Thunder Rose is amazing in the ring. Um, and of course, like I'm with Kyle, she's on my list of wives. I love her to death. Um, and it will make Sheeta look very, very strong here, you know, but I think, I think, uh, yeah, she's going to give her a run for her money here. So, but, uh, yeah, I see Sheeta retaining here as well. Same, same. I think we're in agreement here. It's going to be the biggest challenge yet for Sheeta. And it's going to make her finally look like a legitimate women's champion. But I feel like the partnership isn't fully there yet that it would make sense to give Thunder Rosa the women's championship here. Don't get me wrong. She could be a viable champion, but yeah. just not yet. Not yet. Okay. So I'm going with Shida as well. So we're all saying Hikaru Shida. Holy Shida. Um, so next match, uh, Omega and Hangman Page, the AW World Tag Team Championship versus FTR. Uh, regardless of the storylines happening in this match, this is going to be an epic tag team match. Especially when you have two guys like Kenny Omega and Hangman Page, and we know what FTR is about. Like facing two guys like FTR, this is going to be a very, very, very good tag team match. Um, but again, the story is going to is going to play into this, and I think I, I said this a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. I think FTR win the belt. That's my pick, hundred percent. They're going to win the tag team championships, but the way they're going to win, I think. Hangman screwed them over. I think the Young Bucks are going to find a way to screw over Hangman Page. They're going to do something here. I I I I, I feel it. I feel like they, they they can't just let Hangman get away with what they did. And like the Young Bucks should have been in this match. That's something that they could do, they could you know vouch if they're going to interfere in this match. They should have been them instead of FTR. So I think they're going to cost Hangman, and it's it's going to make Kenny go crazy. I don't know if we're going to get a lot of cleaner stuff at the pay-per-view with Kenny. Uh, I'd be surprised if they did, and I'd be happy if they did because I'm a Mark, I'm a Kenny Mark and waiting for the cleaner to come back. <laughs> um, but I, I think it's, it's, it's still going to piss off Omega. We've seen this week on Dynamite, what, Hangman and, and Kenny aren't on the same page. That's also going to play a factor into this match, and I think the Umbucks are somehow going to find their way into this match. Um, I don't know if that has anything to do with them leaving in the heel tunnel. I don't know if that was done on purpose. Again, we, I don't know what happened on Dynamite. Maybe it was a mistake. Again, coincidence or not. My gut's telling me they're going to get involved somewhat in this match, but for sure, FTR uh, winning the, the the World Tag Team Championships here. Yeah, and I'm going to continue to say here that I feel like FTR and the Young Bucks do not need a, a titles to have their match, and I think they're going to stretch it out. And I think that they're going to wait to have this match with like full on more fans because I feel like this is something that has been developed for so long and like this needs to be done in in front of fans. But Young Bucks aren't going to be like the first ones to get that crack at the tag team titles. That's why I was saying even earlier that I feel like Jurassic Express is going to win and they're going to be the first contenders against FTR. Um, But I'm still going to go with my thought process here that I still think that it's not going to be Hangman that's going to turn heel. I really feel that it's going to be Kenny and then Kenny's going to be like fucking and then maybe Kenny's the one that joins FTR. Like what a swerve, Mm. right? Everybody's expecting for Hangman Page to join FTR, right? Me, I don't think that. I'm thinking the opposite. I'm thinking the opposite. I'm thinking Kenny's going to wind up joining FTR eventually. So, I don't know. But FTR um, is for the win here. 
I can't see Kenny joining them because of their whole four horsemen thing. And Kenny's not a horseman. Like Kenny's not the guy that joined a horseman team. Yeah, but he's not that Kenny guy. Could, but Kenny wanted to develop Kyle. something different here, right? Kenny had said this. He wanted to develop a different character, right? He didn't want to be the same thing that everybody knew him as in New Japan, right? AEW is a brand new start, so why not? Mm, can't he see could it. be the Sting for this team, Kyle. The Sting. Sting wasn't a horseman. <laughs> That's a horseman like guy. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't I don't see that sadly happening either. What I do see and what I was trying to allude to earlier is they kind of started it on dynamite with FTR like pushing Hangman's buttons. Still saying we're all drinking buddies, but I don't see Hangman turning. I don't see Kenny turning. I see FTR getting into Hangman's head again and saying that um we only needed the belts. We don't care about you as a drinking buddy. Why would we need an alcoholic to be a part of our group? Yeah. So he, Hangman, in a sense, has cost himself two pairs of friends here. Yeah. And I see that happening. Okay. FTR wins the belt, but I yeah. feel like that's going to be the mental game that messes up Hangman on Saturday. Yeah. Because I still see, this is where I was getting to, that I still see the cleaner showing up in some way. I see the cleaner showing up to wrestle on Saturday. Oh, Kenny's going to take this serious. And it's like, if I'm going in there alone, then I need to be the best Kenny I can. But again, like, I love this. I love this. I feel like we, we could get swerved either way. Right. Like, I love the fact that we can go back and forth on these ideas of, uh, you know, this <laughs> you, could happen. This you, can happen. Can you imagine that, Ray? He comes out as a cleaner and like Hammond goes for a tag and he just doesn't tag, doesn't tag in. Like or he, oh, he tags himself in. I can that that's an interesting prediction. I I it could happen. Just telling you, I'll happen. mark out like crazy. I'll I'll be I won't be able to type on Twitter if if Kenny comes out as the cleaner because I'd be too excited. <laughs> we, might, we might have to like call Kyle and see if he's okay. Yeah, I might have a heart attack. Please do. Yeah, I'll um, I'll give you a Skype call. Make but sure last you're right. but not least, talk about it. The Mimosa Mayhem match. Chris Jericho Yum. versus Tiff's boy Orange Cassidy on the list <laughs> of husbands. Oof, get the fan. Get fan ready for this match. Orange Cassidy and Jericho 101 with uh ladies and gentlemen, the uh a read or the ring, I guess. The I guess the I guess I can say that the three-sided ring because the areas that'll be oh, there's there's the areas up there on the screen. Um the the the, the sides that'll be um open. God, <laughs> take that off the screen. Just like shoving the the doll into the screen here. Um the sides that'll be open, those three sides are going to be uh, have a giant tank of mimosa in them, which it'll be a mix of a little bit of the bubbly and orange juice. If you guys know, obviously, what a mimosa is, champagne and orange juice. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in this match. It's going to be very, very entertaining. Uh, the match will be good as well. Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. Uh, we've already seen uh, them play. They already have a match together, so this is basically the rubber match. Um, I Again, I we talked about it a couple of weeks ago with Tiff. I, think, uh, I don't think... Jericho or Cassie goes into the tank first. It'll be Santana from or no, Ortiz, Ortiz. No, Ortiz, no, Ortiz from the uh, Proud and Powerful because we yeah. saw the whole pool thing back in the in the stadium stampede match where he couldn't swim. I guess you, I bet you he gets thrown in there and he can't swim. He comes out like all drunk from like drinking some of it in. But uh, as for the match itself and the picking a winner, um, I can't. I really can't see Jericho going over that that hard in this match i think it's it's gonna be orange cassidy's turn he's just he's being built as such a mega star and he's getting put over by a mega star like jericho and i think it's gonna this is another one of those moments where he puts over or puts over a guy like orange cassidy so 
it, it, it just screams Orange Cassidy winning this match. So I got OC going in this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Husband. You can already left. tell what Tiff's going to pick. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I didn't I even need to I don't, wait. Yeah, yeah, we don't even need to get Tiff's. <laughs> hey! Keep rude over here. Okay, okay, Tiff. All right, tell us why you're picking Orange Cassidy, Tiff. Because he's hot. No, okay, there we go. <laughs> there we go. So, <laughs> no, come on, let's be real here. Okay, or whatever. We'll like, be real. He yeah, is go fan, ahead. He's fan favorite, right? Again, here's someone that we followed in Indies. I was absolutely in love with him. The fans definitely were behind him in the indie scene. You know, like you guys know, like I talk about him all the freaking time of how much I mean, I could sit there. I could talk about a million of matches that I've seen in the indie scene that I just adored him. And then, as we said, Jericho said on podcast that this is probably one of like his best feuds as well, that it's just creative, right? And Jericho is a brainiac with making these matches and you have to have an open mind and let's have fun with it. Wrestling should be fun. And I get it. Some people get mad and they want to watch the whole thing but come on man with everything going on in the in oh this is gonna be entertaining as hell (laughs) we we this is entertaining as hell and there was something that was brought up to me last night shout out to our friend bill bill had told me that he heard jericho on a podcast he wasn't sure which one it was but that jericho was saying he kind of like put like the whole AEW roster on notice like you know if you feel like you're not being used i have a storyline with you in my head already so i can't even imagine Jericho is the man to put people over, right? So I'm so so. What are you gonna say, Ray? Which <laughs> no, I feel like the 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 thing with Jericho, he says something like that because not only did one but two legends do the same for him. Yeah. Remember, Jericho is still that guy that when he was younger beat Stone Cold and The Rock on the same night. Yep. So he knows how to pay it forward. This guy is the true definition of what a vet should do. Right. It's it's and it's great it's and it's fun. like it's entertaining. We had I mean definitely the three of us can sit here and say we had so much fun with this stadium stampede. So I have it's kind of a little weird, but like I think we're gonna get a lot of laughs out of this match, and I think it's gonna be really entertaining. But what's the best way for Jericho? You know the thought process of Jericho getting into the tank, right, and him getting so mad. And the you know with his gear getting all messed up, like, cause you can you just think of the reaction? Like, this is more the reason why it's gonna be a just thumbnail. Reaction <laughs> of Jericho going into the tank of mimosas is going to yep. be worth every minute of it. So that's more of my pick of why. So you guys thought, oh, cause I I love him, he's my husband. I'm just so <laughs> curious to see how the setup is gonna look like, like what these tanks are gonna look like. And it just the amount of mimosa in each tank, like that's gonna be a lot of mimosa. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, the uh, what know, if it's just I'm swimming gonna, pools? I'm a little yeah. salty, man. They they little they, blow up ones. They just <laughs> abuse alcohol, and I feel personally attacked. Oh, here because we go. I Drinking this alcohol, I do. I feel personally attacked. And by the way, shout out to our boy Cruz, who was the guy that got the beer spilled on him by Matt Jackson last night. Just shout out to you because I had to say I forgot to bring it up on Dynamite last night. So and I saw all the memes that was going on last night too. But that's our boy Cruz. So shout out to you. But uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Darren's in our chat. Darren, shout out to you. Oh, you missed it. Song, like. <laughs> Oh my god, I can't. It was great there. It's awesome. It was amazing. And uh Absolutely. I can't wait to hear it on Saturday. I cannot wait for it. I cannot wait to watch all out. I hope you guys are gonna watch all out on Saturday. It's gonna be an awesome event. Lots of great matches, lots of entertaining matches, and a stat card. Um 
But yeah, as for this match, uh, I I have written down me OC, you OC. Uh, who do you pick, Ray? I don't think you you said your pick for this match. Uh, no, but I'm 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 agreeing with OC. Okay. I feel like Jericho has uh, made this feud great with him. He definitely has to see something in him. I feel like, and this is gonna be another one of those nights that Jericho's still gonna look good. There's no way not for Jericho not to look good in this match. But I think it's time for OC to be taken legitimate in a sense, because we only get the comedy side. I feel like we're going to get a real match out of OC here, and um, it's going to be very entertaining. I'll say that, because you're going to see the messes with the bubbly and the orange juice and the mimosa. Uh, only thing that I'm amazed Tip didn't bring up, and I feel like it's going to happen finally on Saturday, we're getting the orange juice spot. Oh. Cause I see the ba- it. Is it because no. of the backpack this week? No. He, no. he, he keeps bringing the backpack back. I, like, I know what? the backpack is, you know, but no, I've come to acceptance. I'm not no, getting I like, the spot. Getting the spot. It was the perfect time to because you're going to have a bunch of orange juice around. You're going to have champagne. Like, it, it only makes sense. No. Oh, my God. Like, you guys know I would be stoked if it happens. But, like, I've been pouty. See? I'm pouty. I'm pouty because I haven't got this spot. I feel attacked again. Okay. But I think I've come into acceptance that the spot is just never going to happen. And I'm just going to cherish it into the, the independent okay. scene gods because yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll have to win soon. But yeah. Going to be a stack car guys. Hope you guys liked our predictions. Let us know what you think down below. If you're watching this back on YouTube or you can tweet at us at all pod. Let us know your thoughts on what's going on with, uh, um, all out because I do have some tweets to read. So I'm just going to go over quickly a couple of your guys' uh, uh, predictions out there. I put out a tweet asking for uh, what you guys think, and I've seen a lot of good ones. I'm going to read them once I pull them up here. But, uh, yeah, very, very excited for all out. Cannot wait for Saturday, and that's tomorrow. No, wait, it's not tomorrow. Today's Thursday. It's, it's, it's Saturday, two days away. <laughs> Damn. Uh, what'd you say? Damn. I thought you said lame. We're frozen. <laughs> what? We're frozen. We're frozen? I think we're good. It says we're good on my end. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Anyways, uh, I seen Arn turns on Cody. But I don't know what uh, that, that means. Uh, I don't think Cody's going to be there. But uh, we have that from RJ. We have uh, MGF Scarf going with the, the, the Papa gif. Him rooting for MGF, obviously. Uh, we got from uh, Samster203. Uh, he puts Omega will turn heel. And our boy Reese Graham putting in the the Kenny the Kenny picture from BTE, uh, MJF taking the AEW title from Mox, and uh, yeah. So thank you guys for your uh, predictions on that tweet. But yeah, um, I think it's the time to uh, that part of the show, guys, where I go into my my social my social spiel. So let me go. Let me get into the the social hour. Or the so- <laughs> it feels like it's an hour after I'm done this. So here comes the social spiel, guys. Make sure you're following us on social media. You're following the No Holds Bar Network on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You're also following the All Elite po- Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All links are located in the link tree located on the NHB Network's Twitter account. Make sure you're going to click there and get to all our other social medias, or they're in the description below in the YouTube version of this podcast. If you are listening on the go, thank you for downloading the episode. If you're listening on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Spotify. 
Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Player FM, Castbox, Deezer, wherever you're getting your podcast. You can find the All Elite Podcast. Make sure you are searching No Holds Barred Network and you'll get the All Elite Podcast and other great podcasts available on this network. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, thank you for listening and make sure you're giving us a five star rating. Leave us your comments as well on the podcast. Let us know how we are doing. It helps with the charitable side of things. So thank you very much to those who have. Uh, make sure you're checking out the No Holds Barred Network store. That is our Teespring store. Lots of cool stuff on there. There's some mugs, masks, uh, shirts, tank tops, everything you need to find on there. Stickers, most importantly, and a lot of cool uh, logos on there. So link is in the description of our Teespring store. So go check that out as well. The new Chop Race uh, t-shirt is on there, uh, most importantly. And thank you to Darren of These Wolves uh, for doing the theme song, Dead to Me, and other cool theme songs for the network and also the MJF one, if you heard earlier in the show today. Uh, Darren, you're awesome. Thank you very much. Appreciate each and every single week for you letting us use the song, Dead to Me, the official theme song of the All Elite Podcast. Yeah. The fact that Kyle can say all that without no. losing breath is is amazing. Oh, trust me. After, this is like when I hit stop recording, like, I'm like, yeah. <gasps> <sighs> <laughs> oh man. But anywho, uh, rehu. Time to end the show, guys. Thank you very much for tuning into the all out predictions. But it's not the end because next week is our big one, AEP 100. Make sure you guys are tuning in for that next Thursday. It's going to be a big, big show. Make sure you're following at All Elite Pod, our Twitter account, with all the updates regarding that. Uh, thank you, Ray, for joining us today, One a part of, of member of the No Holds Bar Network. Thank you to all our, our fans out there who watched live. If you're watching back or you download the episode each and every single time, you guys mean the world to us. So make sure you're uh, staying safe out there. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. We'll see you guys next time on AEP at AEP 100. This has been another episode of the All Elite Podcast. I am your host as always, the self-proclaimed greatest host, Kyle Masters, joined by my co-host, the EVP Giggles, the Heartbreak Chick, the Queen of the Indies herself. That's Tiffany. And also, you know what? Don't let me say it, but I'm also joined today by... The law, Ray Ramundo. <laughs> That's how you have to do it. You have to, again, project. You got to project. The law. <laughs> on that note, guys, we'll see you guys next time for another episode back here right on the Aldi podcast and right here on the No Holds Barred Network. See you later. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can drive change or build an empire. We need a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com.